0: Welcome to the acclaimed podcast, Deep Dive, with Andy and the White Whale.
1: Welcome to the Deep Dive. This episode is very interesting. It's been in the works for a while. It's something that uh, I'm fired up about on a lot of different levels. uh, And it's part of our ongoing series where we are interviewing people uh, in the space Uh, to go along as a supplement to our NFL division previews as we ramp up through the month of August. Uh, And today, uh, we're going in a different direction than the last couple of these interviews. And rather than focus specifically on NFL handicapping issues, we're going to focus on just kind of handicapping um, and social media and the marriage between those two and kind of specifically dive into, if you're new to this, if you are, have been, you know, if, if the betting on, you know, betting legally in your state or just sports betting being more broadly accepted has kind of captured your imagination and your interest, and you are looking for a couple of very basic, specific strategy um, uh, ways to improve your performance and or, and or just to kind of be prepared for this NFL season, I think this podcast will appeal to you. Um, and if you've, you've been doing this for a long time and you're, you're looking for a new tool and a, you know, some, a new way to kind of, uh, broaden your handicapping tool chest, this podcast will appeal to you. Uh, and, uh, with that, Andy, let us welcome first ever appearance on the deep dive. Uh, and I'll have to get some clarification on your specific title here, but, uh, welcome to the deep dive, Mr. Reed Rooney. Uh, what is your title and, uh, what is the name of your company?
2: Hey, I appreciate you having me on here. Uh, my title is CEO and co-founder of uh, Betsperts. Ooh. So B-E-T-S-P-E-R-T-S, like betting experts, Betsperts it is.
1: I like this. Okay, so uh, welcome to the Deep Dive, Mr. Reed Rooney, CEO and co-founder of Betsperts. Um we uh, we've been talking to you now f- going on a little bit, uh, you know, going on what, six months or so here. Um, I first came across your content as, you know, via Twitter, as you know, with most interesting new um, products that are, you know, that are coming up and, you know, the way it was pitched and the way you guys were um, were presenting this app was immediately, um, you know, caught my attention because I was thinking, Oh yeah. Okay. There's a very, very clear market uh, opportunity for this exact type of, um, platform. Uh, and, uh, you guys had a, correct me if I'm wrong. You guys had a soft launch around March madness and you were surprised by the amount of interest in this. And, uh, and now this is kind of, you're, you're crafting this, um, app to be, uh, kind of a companion and a useful tool for people to enter picks, track their performance and social network all around gambling. Is that effectively the elevator pitch for BetSpritz?
2: Yeah, I I think that's uh, a little bit of the background and the elevator pitch. I I think you did a nice job there. Um, It was funny, earlier you said kind of the marriage of social media and handicapping. Uh, And I I think if you are in the industry right now, you've seen (laughs) – a lot of divorces of social media and handicapping recently <laughs> sure. so you divorces know, from
1: social media and divorces from handicapping too so
2: yes exactly exactly. So. <laughs> exactly so uh what what fedsburgs really is is a uh, the most granular level of pick tracking and kind of your uh uh your betting history uh over whatever extended period of time whatever sport you're looking to do it gets all the way down to the team level the conference division the sports or overall and whatever metric you would like to judge it by we we have and we are adding. Uh, so it's a, a really good way to look at your own history, but the, the ticker is it's completely crowdsourced and completely open uh, platform. So you can see everyone else's history and everyone else's tracking. There is no deleting of picks. There's no changing of lines uh, and no adding picks after the game has started. So it is, Full accountability, tra- uh, transparency, and something that, uh, that that folks can trust. Uh, but you were right; we did launch in March, soft launch. It went a little bit viral. I think we we're the 11th most downloaded sports app during the tournament, and we only advertised for one week, so that was exciting. Uh, but we're really, really excited for football here coming up shortly, and we've uh, we've already seen a, a huge increase in activity here in the last two weeks, and expect to uh, expect a lot more here in the next month.
1: Oof. This is good. Um, I want to start out understanding a little bit more uh, about your background. So you, um, you know, you're you're we're we're in the same couple of uh, chat circles. We talk sports handicapping sports picks, but I never really kind of dug in and got a sense of, you know, how you got started in this, how you came up with this. Um, I completely see the need. For it, I mean, there is, uh, you know, there are obviously other apps out there, and you know, we'll dive into that separately in a bit here. But there are obviously other apps there out there, but they have kind of missed this one potential uh, opportunity to kind of combine um, your, you know, your like you said, I like the granular level. That was a good way to put it. Kind of a granular level of you know being able to evaluate your own performance, um, a, a kind of a, a trustworthy um, way to evaluate other people, uh, and understand who's good at what and why. Uh, and then combining that with the, you know, with the fact that it's effectively like kind of a, a a new look, uh, on the old school sort of forum, uh, type of, um, you know, forum type of setting where people can talk about, um, you know, talk about handicapping angles and, and what they, you know what they're learning why they like certain plays like the, like that is why i got involved in twitter in the first place flatly like that is 100% the only reason that i op- operate a twitter handle was to be able to network to be able to find people who had like minded interests and to be you know to learn from them Um, by talking through process, talking through, you know, handicapping angles and things like that. And the fact that there is now an app for, you know, to try to specifically address this need across a number of new users in this space makes total sense to me. So congratulations on hitting that uh, nail on the head. Uh, but, uh, But to go back to my original question, you know, how did you come up with this? And, you know, what are what is some of your background in sports betting?
2: So, that's an interesting question, actually. Uh, My background in sports betting is a bunch of personal failure. (laughs) I'm not a very good better, and I wasn't a very good better. So, uh, it was interesting. I I went to school for, I played college baseball at Central Michigan University, went to school for uh, entrepreneurship, and actually went back and got my master's in entrepreneurship. I worked for a great company, a Fortune 200 company, and, and managed a large book of business in corporate sales. Okay, so I started looking at. Love my job, love the people I work with, but started looking at kind of the emerging markets and it's crypto, it's cannabis, and it's sports gambling. I didn't know anything about the, the first two, so uh, <laughs> moved on to the third one, and- Oh, uh, we're experts sports- in all
1: 3 I'm just kidding, I'm <laughs> kidding, but carry on, carry on. Uh,
2: So sports gambling, I looked at it and uh, tried to see how I could get into the market and build something and interviewed a, a bunch of people that I know were sports gamblers, how they gambled, and it blew my mind. Absolutely blew my mind how much people would pay for gambling advice or gambling picks. Um, kind of looked at the market at that point and realized there wasn't a great crowdsourced and free platform for information sharing. Um, I think if you look at kind of the the up and coming all these large tech companies, everything is crowdsourced today, or everything is heading towards crowdsourcing, right? So. Uh, started to kind of build the concept of, hey, why don't we enter everyone's picks and you're able to see it. So if I was going to big White Sox fan, if I was going to the White Sox game today, I could click to MLB, I could click to American League, I could click to AL Central, uh, and I could see that if the guy's name I'm looking at right now, Gits and Shiggles, good name, is uh, <laughs> 21 and nine in the AL Central with a in the last three months with. For over 14 units are turned or gained. So I, I, the fact that that person's a better baseball better than I am, I, I would want to know that. And there's no way to really do that on a uh, grand scale at this point. So that's really where the, kind of the idea came from. Instead of paying one person who says they're 60% or keeps their own Excel spreadsheet. Now there are some folks that do it very accurately and admirably, but there's a lot of scammers out there. Uh, why not create something that is Um, completely transparent and there is uh, a third party that's doing all the tracking and automatic tracking so uh, it's really where it it started and then morphed into kind of the social side that has uh, let's call it the feed and the conversation you can go on and you can create your own blogs uh, so you start to kind of create your gambling profile and it was really summed up well by uh, one of the the head product king or I'm sorry one of the head product folks at one of the major DFS and now gambling companies uh, and said, if if a lot of people join this site and you market it well, it'll become the LinkedIn of sports gambling. So that's, that's really what uh, resonates with us and we want to give people voices and credibility that, that might not have access to that or don't have what's called the Twitter followers or the Reddit following yet.
1: The LinkedIn that makes incredible sense. Build a resume. I love this.
0: Maybe in the accountability. Yeah. Just an app with accountability for something like that without throwing certain apps under the bus. I did. We talked about this off air, like several times, especially during football and basketball season, when I was putting out more plays, I'd get the DM asking if I'd put my plays on any apps that, that they could see them on and said, you know, I I don't, I don't use that. I like the idea of it, but I don't like some of the current situations with just a, a lack of accountability in some of the tracking apps and I, I guess I'm the guy who uses a spreadsheet so if you think I'm if if anyone thinks I'm scheming on my spreadsheet you can you can double check it for me because who knows I might be screwing it up anyway but the spreadsheet's kind of a pain in the ass I'm not going to lie it'd be much <laughs> nicer to uh, <laughs> much nicer just to have somebody do all the math for me and and when I do want to look at and I don't know what you have you know, down the pipe for this as far as Looking at other stats, and like you said, it's crowdsourced. And you, anything we've talked to you about, you've been more than open to. As far as in the future adding more features, but uh, if you know, if you Dude. were able to make an app that could look at some some more advanced metrics on on your picks over a longer period of time, and not have to you know create a spreadsheet to do it for you, that'd be Dude, nice too. So I'm I'm definitely thinking, down for something like this.
1: I'm thinking of so many anecdotes right now like um like think about oh, like yeah. okay, you like like okay for like we'll we'll get into like kind of not you know novice sports betting 101 type type of tips in a second but like think about like the guy that like took your spreadsheet and broke it down by uh conference and by day right and we, we, you, you I, when i saw that pop i was like whoa that is freaking cool because in, instantly you were like well I guess I'm not betting this conference enough. Oh, I guess I have a specific edge that I should be mining more in this conference. And then, Oh, by the way, Saturdays were incredible for you because, and it was in all kind oh, of, yeah, know, it awesome. all, it all kind of like came back together to like, well, you know, well, you know, and, and people might listen to this and be like, Oh, you dummy. Like there's nothing special about Saturdays. Like, come on. But no, like I, now buy into this like there are so many games on the board on Saturday there are so many games to get more attention from the lines makers from the market itself if you are betting into small conference college basketball Saturday is your you know is your you know your bread and butter like that is when you are going to find the softest lines in the small market games and you can absolutely whale away and you are evidence of that and we only know this I mean maybe you knew it just because people were giving you feedback but like it's, it's, I guess it's, I, I kind of felt there. it,
0: but that guy, right. yeah. Shout out to that guy. If if that guy's listening, yeah, he took all he took my spreadsheet and broke it down by everything. That was cool, and yeah, I think, it, and that's the kind of thing that you'll find from tracking. Well, no, you know, we've had multiple anecdotes about you know tracking, not tracking your plays, and what a bad idea it is because you you forget how many bets you made if you don't sit and look, or you're betting at multiple books, you put in a bunch of plays, you're like, ah, you know, I think I I think I went like four and three. You know, I probably scratched out a little dough. And if you actually sat down and looked at it, you went four and four. You forgot about a halftime play. A couple of them were minus 120. You paid 15 cents. You bought a hook here. All of a sudden, you you realize you didn't scratch out a little dough. You were four and four, and you lost 200 bucks. Yeah, like it's right. uh, it's just one of those one of those little biases that sits in your mind that you, you forget about things. You're always, every, everything's a little rosier in your mind. I, I don't want to be like you should get this to find out how shitty you are. I guess, but
1: <laughs> well, you can uh, owe It it, it, to yourself it, to. it yeah. I do, mean, if you if you do owe it to yourself.
0: Yeah. Tracking in general. Yeah, you you need to track. And it's like you said with the Saturday thing. It was great to look back and find strong points and then look if there was any sort of anecdotal or actual you know, predictive evidence of some of the strong points if you, if you were doing well in a certain area for a reason or if it was just noise. And you so won't are, find out if you don't track.
2: Three scenarios that I guarantee that you guys kind of just referenced and went around. Uh, three scenarios that I guarantee you happen within the next 12 months of experts. One is people who do sell their picks enter their free plays on bets because they're inevitably going to go cold. And when they do, most of them are going to go cold. When they do, they'll be able to track back and say, okay, I was 47% for the last month, but I was eight and or eight and two in the big 10. I was four and four and one in Michigan state games. And I was this at first halves, Right. And so this is where I'm going to focus. And this is why you should buy my picks this week. That will happen. I guarantee that. That will happen this fall. I am 100% confident in that. Second thing that will happen will be uh, someone in the next 12 months will be a very successful gambler on BetSports. They will create content. They will write blogs, and all of your posts can be seen on your profile, all your comments and all your blogs, all your picks, everything. They will be, let's stick with Big Ten, they will be the best Big Ten BetSports for your entire football season they might be a good big 10, but for, for basketball season. And all of a sudden they go to the big 10 network and say, Hey, here's what I can do. <laughs> look at look, look at my history. Look that at all. Is, here is my yeah, resume. Yeah. As you're getting into the gambling space, I'm your guy. Uh, and I'll probably be less expensive because I want to get in the space and I don't have a history besides, you Experts people will get jobs from their, their pick tracking uh, and their content production. The third scenario is you will see a million different ways that people like to find gamblers and find experts. And this is what I've learned already. Uh, for example, right now, I, I think I have a six game losing streak in the major leagues. We tweeted out uh, <laughs> that I had a five, we usually don't tweet out the losers, but you can sort by the coldest or the worst. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> we tweeted out that I had a five game losing streak and hopefully people would, uh, would fade me. And so I lost again, six. I already had a note or two sent to me. When are you making your next pick? I'd like to follow (laughs) it make sure you notify me. So you'll see people people following people for all these types of reasons. But really, the the difference is in most industries, uh, unless you're you're trying to get your big money in before the line or the, the odds move, uh, you can bet together and win together uh, and stocks and, and other industries like that. It, it, it's not the same in fantasy. It's not the same where it's not you versus the book. It's you versus another human. So the, the community sense and the community feel is already starting to show. And uh, it's been, uh, it's been very interesting. But as you talked about the Excel spreadsheet being quite annoying, uh, we'd love to take that off your hands Andy, and be able to automatically show you all that information, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay. Well, let me go back and do a little. Yeah, it's hard
0: now. to spell Duquesne and stuff. Not, You know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, for
0: sure. Quinipiac. Oh, These aren't easy boring. words. Yeah, right. For sure. It'd be, sure. be nice and, to just take and care and guess of that what?
1: shit. Like, and guess what? Like, there is there for sh- you first, sh- I and again I promise I promise that, that if you are tracking yourself and if you make that information public and your you know, your spreadsheet is out there, like there's you're gonna make mistakes both ways. Like you're going to grade some plays that you lost as winners. You're going to grade some plays you, you, uh, win as losers. And guess what you get comments about is the ones that you grade as winners that are losers. So almost certainly like if you are tracking on your own, you know, in a public sense, like you, you're going to get, uh, you know, you're going to get a good, you know, good amount of people who are, you know, who are checking your, uh, you know, checking your work for you and only correcting on one side. <clears throat> All that said, there is so on, enormous- that, on that, <laughs> yeah go ahead, go
2: ahead. <laughs> yeah on that one one really cool feature that not a lot of people know about on the site right now is there, it's kind of like social media you can follow someone so if I followed you Andy and uh, you had your record up uh, there's a there's a BetSport feed and there's a My BetSport feed so if you go to your My BetSport feed whenever you submit a pick it automatically tells me what you picked for that game. Then for, let's call it, uh, you're picking a, the one in front of me right now, the Reds versus St. Louis game. But if you picked, uh, let's call it, the under for the first five and a half, uh, for the first five, and a half, I mean, um, you would automatically, automatically show your MLB record, National League record, NL Central record, Cincinnati record, St. Louis record, and your record with first half over-unders. So nice. all of that pops up. And people can choose to follow you or tail you or fade you or whatever it's going to be. Uh, but all of that work is done, and when you're in a category that that you're strong in, you don't have to sell yourself anymore. People just automatically can trust those numbers.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I'll go back to kind of the novice uh, novice advice here for for. A- for a short second and granted a lot of you listening, you know, I think our audience in general is not necessarily full of novices, but I'm sure there are some out there. Um, I would say maybe kind of the most important step for me as a, you know, as a um, sports better, like, you know, like you're going from the, you know, level zero to level one, right. The most important step was keeping track of what I was playing, keeping like, like, like honestly, you know, forcing accountability on myself of, wow, I really made that bet, didn't I? Like, honestly, like putting it all, you know, all into an accountability space was huge because, uh, right away, like it helps you evaluate, um, you know, it just helps you evaluate, um, when you're hot, when you're cold, the fact that, You know, you may, you know, and a lot of people are going to start betting football for the first time ever in their lives this year. And there is going to just based on the numbers, there are going to be a handful of those people who have exceptional luck. They flip a hell of a lot of hits and they are going to think that they're good at this. Right. And then their bankrolls are going to get swollen. They're going to think, okay, well, I'm good at this. Uh, I have I am lucky. Uh, and rather than betting time to crush the NBA or, or, uh, or why am I only betting 50 or hundred bucks here? I can get rich doing this. Uh, and they're going to up their stakes and they're going to go on a cold streak and their bankroll is going to zero out. And they're going to be like, well, shit, what did I do wrong? I don't even know. Uh, I'm now I'm redepositing. Like this will happen across lots and lots and lots and lots of you know and this was happening year over year anyway but it's going to be even more exacerbated this year with all the new players all that said you put you start putting this down on paper you force accountability on yourself of i made these plays it cost me this i won this you know going through that process is hugely important personal step if you're going to stay in this if you're not going to you know if you're not going to just dump a bunch of money and then walk away from this Um, And, you know, now you have a tool that you can absolutely, you know, know is going to be mistake free uh, and is going to help you do a better job of evaluating your own performance. Uh, And that's very, very worthwhile, you know, important step for, for a new better. Would you agree with that, Andy?
0: Yeah. Yeah, I have a mini anecdote. Then I got a couple buddies that, and they know their way around football. They don't. They they they've had some nice runs, but uh, so these two guys I know, they bet they bet together. They use a local, and they they will do their consensus plays. They put it in together. It's split fifty fifty, <laughs> which I I just couldn't I couldn't deal with. But they they make it work. They they've always made it work, but the one guy last year he got he got a little squirrely with first quarter plays, and he was putting them in independently. They weren't big bets, like it didn't bother the other guy at first. But man, was he not having? I don't I don't know if it was bad luck or bad handicapping or a little of both. But the first quarter bets, the third quarter bets, the quarter bets weren't working, and they really had no idea. And the one guy he went back into his into their betting account. And he went and physically added them up, and it—I mean—it took that to show the other guy, like, "Hey, s- stop fucking doing this. Like, these are <laughs> these are terrible. You're and, blowing. And, the I concept, mean, that's what man." It, <laughs> yeah, no. And, and that's what it took for them to stop doing that because it, it just wasn't working. They didn't have uh, there obviously wasn't an edge there because they're getting crushed on that. And it, it sucks when you, you, you don't think, ah, it's, you know, the one guy, ah, we haven't been doing those, you know, we haven't been doing that bad on those. They were doing zero tracking on it. And then once the one guy actually took the, took the initiative Went back and tracked him by hand, went and added him up, which took all fucking day, apparently. He, he <laughs> found out, no, these are really bad. Like, if we hadn't bet first quarters, we'd have probably been doing oh, – obviously, we'd have been doing a lot better. So, I mean, it's just, it's just stuff like that to actually – because in your head, it's always – isn't that how it always goes? Like, ah, oh, yeah. I'm not doing that bad.
1: Oh, yeah. ah, it, it, yeah. It, yeah. your brain is protected and then you go. Your brain is protecting yeah. you from the reality of how poor your play is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Your Absolutely.
0: reptile brain.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, one other uh, quick story time, uh, and then um, I have some other questions for our guest. Read um, the. Uh, I definitely also, you know, I've, I, you know, again, kind of going back to sort of the novice advice here. Like the first year, I started entering all of my picks for uh, tennis on spreadsheet. Um, it took me about the. I basically went through the whole freaking year. And it got to the end of the year and I was like, I had done well. And I I was just so pleased with myself, patted myself on the back. Oh, I did great. Right. And, you know, we were making all these points about like, well, if you're losing, if you're losing, if you're losing, you need to know why. But I, and I didn't really put together, well, why was I winning? Like, what was it? Like, what was specifically was working for me? And I had the ability to sort by, you know, because I had done it in a certain way, I could sort by what were my futures plays, what were my uh, um, uh, over-unders, what were my handicap plays, what were my money lines, right? And I looked at it all and I was like, okay, I am making money playing futures and then only in the slams. I am making money, money line bets on dogs and I am getting kicked in the teeth on overs and handicaps here. Like, Like, oh my gosh, like this can absolutely help me you know, kind of refine my strategy for next season. And it worked like a charm. Like, honestly, like, even if you're winning, like, you can be doing better if you are being more selective, if you, you know, if you know what your own strengths, you know, and weaknesses are. Uh, And that was, you know, it was incredibly helpful doing that for sure. So, you know, you will gain something from this, even if, you know, even if you, even if it's simple as the accountability that comes along with owning what you are doing, as you are betting on sports, because it is extremely easy. Everything is set up in the whole space. Every book is set up in a, in a way to kind of reset your brain after a week. It's all set up that way. Right. And so you, you know, if you're, if you're not uh, looking past a week, you are always uh, going to be the subject of small sample size. You need seasons and seasons worth of data to really suss out some of the signal and what you're doing on this sort of stuff. And um, and this, you know, starting sooner than later is, is a good way to, uh, to get there in my opinion. So with all that, this is a tool that I genuinely think will, uh, you know, will help novices in this space, um, you know, gain, uh, gain their footing more quickly, uh, and help them avoid some of the com- common, common, uh, pitfalls that, uh, really, uh, you know, a lot of people struggle with when they first get started. So good job by you on that. Um, question Thank you. now. For you, Reid. Um, I've used this a couple times. Uh, I am undefeated in the picks I've entered on BetSports, and so I'm considering just walking away and leaving forever, being uh, you know undefeated on on BetSports picks. Um, but uh, in seriousness, though, um, you know the the interface is you know is. you you know, it's, it makes sense to me. Like, I get it. I know how to interpix and things like that, but like, you know, what are kind of the the key things that that people should know as they start using this? Uh, You know, what sports are going to be available to interpix on? Are you going to be able to do player props? Are you going to be able to do futures? You know, how flexible is the tool that you have currently versus what you intend to have for the future? You know, like what are, what are some of the tech, uh, you know, tech, interesting aspects of this of this piece of, of uh of, of software
2: well first of all congratulations on being undefeated <laughs> I, I, i'm looking at your record right now yeah some solid some solid plays there a lot lot of favorite no i uh, um what what's on the uh what's on the platform right now sport wise so the six major sports nfl and say football nba college basketball mlb and nhl golf and soccer soccer including premier league champions league and mls is coming here within the next month after that comes tennis which is a a tough one to some degree but tennis and then uh, on top of that is hopefully some fighting from ufc Um, and we're hoping to explore the player prop uh angle as well player props are for some reason, extraordinarily expensive, but we're we're working wow. through that and figuring out. That, yeah, we're working out to figure out how to how to input that because that's been clearly requested and I think is a, a niche that a lot of a lot of users are very interested in in learning more about, especially as it becomes legal. So, um, I'd say uh, enjoy what's there right now, but know that we're working very hard to continually add and add very quickly. Just want to make sure we add it the right way, um, uh, but On top of that, we've just added some new features including uh, some fairly unique stats for football season Um, and I think our users will enjoy that. We have uh, a whole array of gambling statistics for every game, every line, every bet type Um, and then even on top of that, we even have a a group functionality where if you run a fantasy gambling group, kind of like a a pick'em or a uh, maybe an office football pool type situation, and you want to make it more of gambling and units gained versus uh, confidence points, you're able to have your own group here. Um, oh, that's cool! And, and separate that is and private smart. Doors.
1: God damn, that was yeah. smart. Good for you. <laughs> what
0: you. How have you not told us about that yet?
1: That is damn smart. Like we were just uh, we were
0: just talking about like uh, confidence <laughs> pools and that sort yeah. of thing yesterday with somebody, damn. and yeah, no, that'd be like uh you know, a lot of people do that at the office or with buddies. Of course, if uh, yeah, for maybe sure. if even like with your fantasy league, uh, a little gambling contest, units gained over the NFL season. Oh God! Really, smart, put yeah. some money where your mouth is. I, I also have never lost a bet on Yeah. <laughs> <trip 'cause>, <laughs> I tried to, it wouldn't put women's world cup on there fast enough for me. And I haven't played any baseball. <laughs> it's football. You, we, you're did RL, soon. You're,
1: we did kill. Your ROI
2: is cup. not, yeah. a, your ROI is not as great as whale at, uh, yeah. Best yeah. Play, anyway. So yeah, yeah. Um, great, pic, great picture though. Still, yeah. um, <laughs> the, uh, the contest thing, uh, we have had a couple people kind of in the industry. It's called a Tony Cash. He ran a NBA contest and, uh, we help support that for some of his his members. And I think the mill is going to run one for his guys here in football season as well, uh, maybe for the month of September, kind of make it interactive. But yeah, I think fantasy gambling is a huge, huge market that will be coming and we will be utilizing uh, our current platform to do it. And it, it's a very realistic gambling contest because whoever's the best gambler yep. wins in this situation
1: and it's a and big it's free one, uh it's a r- rake free big free way to do it it's so free it's
2: yep cool. anyway, one other okay. feature we do have that has been uh highlighted and applauded uh you can only change your units up to five uh, okay. and you can only go up to five units because um we don't want anyone to have a terrible record and all of a sudden put a a hundred unit bet and, and now the ROI is strong, right? So what kind of monster
0: would do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not
1: talking about anybody. Specific. Yeah. I can't,
2: yeah, I'm not talking examples. about anything specific. I was. Uh, I know there is, I, I know there's a popular story there, but I, that, that's not what I'm referring to. This is, <laughs> this is before that came out. So uh, I just want to make sure that that's <laughs> clear.
1: Yeah. Okay. Um, how about uh, you brought up some of the information that's available on the app. What about market stuff? Like, can I can I kind of sift through um, some of the line history from some of the premier books out there?
2: So that is coming here shortly as well. Uh, nice. I would say September, early October, that will be up and running. Do you um, have we...
1: Yeah, good. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, do you have to be kind of conscientious of offshore onshore?
2: Uh, we we promote only on onshore, legal sports books only. So here, okay. uh, our okay. lines are. So our lines are from Don Best who is the largest line provider I think in the United States, but they're done best. They take the mean of the consensus lines, the top 10 books that they, they provide for and takes the mean line there. Uh, We do not let you change it or flip it uh, just because we don't want someone giving themselves a half point every single game. Uh, And and it doesn't, it doesn't, I I don't think the uh, the benefit of that it would, uh, I'm sorry, the risk of that would be worth it. So, um, we are in talks with uh, a couple different operators, which are the books, the legal sportsbooks. Where when you log on to BetSpurts, you could click, let's call it Sportsbook ABC or Sportsbook One Two Three, and you can have their lines exclusively and their promotions and their uh, content. And why why would they do that? One, because then people are tracking just to their platform, so it makes them more loyal. Two, they are all very Aware in uh, trying to work on ways to preach responsible ga- and gaming or responsible gambling, and it's kind of what you were talking about a little earlier. Well, with you don't know you're losing, and all of a sudden you redeposit, and you just don't have that analysis. Uh, so the the books are actually genuinely concerned about responsible gaming uh, as the the laws here shift, and they don't want everyone to go bankrupt immediately. Or else the, the laws might shift back pretty quickly. Sure. So um i i think there's a uh there's a there's a nice feature of that coming hopefully here if we can strike a deal or two
1: yeah we can let it be a slow bleed from those of us who aren't using bets spurts to uh to improve our gaming <laughs> um okay well uh let me ask you then um Okay, so one of the, in, again back to story time, and I'm going to go ahead and just blast—not blast—I guess I want to I want to give them some credit because you oh, blast? I'm not going to blast anyone actually at all. This is a really positive story, I think. Um, so I've been I've been posting pics publicly on Twitter for a million freaking years. Uh, it feels like it's only actually been like five probably, but it feels like a longer time than that. And at, two years into it, um, I heard from a guy who was developing the the Action Network app. Uh, and you said, you know, it was during the NBA playoffs, I was on an absolutely white hot heater and like through the first two rounds, of the NBA playoffs. And you're like, Hey, you want to put your book po- picks up uh, you know, and, and track your performance on our app. And I was like, yeah, sure. Why not? Like, this sounds good. Like I'm pretty sloppy with how I'm tracking anyway. So like I could use a tool like this. Um, so started, started using it at that time. Of course, like I, you know, I was at the peak of my performance in the playoffs up to that point and utterly dumped for three weeks i want to say like i like i lost game by game plays you know like i just buried uh you know buried money for the first couple uh of weeks i was posting on there i dug myself a hole and it was like oh my god like great like this is cool like now i am good to start from the bottom and dig my way out um and i was like well no one's ever going to Use this app anyway. So whatever. <laughs> well, that was <laughs> not true. <laughs> that ended up not being the case whatsoever. Um, and uh, but, but you know, I gave him the feedback. I was like, okay, this is a good app. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. Like you know, there, there were some specific things. Like I was selling points. And taking alternate lines and like to get better prices. Like if I like the Spurs uh, plus, you know, minus three, I also liked a minus six and minus nine, and I was getting much better juice for there. But it was like super hard to manually change the prices, and their algorithm kept changing my um, my. If I won, it kept changing the bets down to just the standard line. And if I lost, it actually counted what I put in there. So it was driving me absolutely bonkers. Um, but whatever the case was, like I was like, okay, it's still, it's still a useful tool. I still see the value in that. And I was like, I'm going to really like take it more seriously uh, next basketball season. I'm going to put all my plays in there. Next basketball season rolls around. Within about a week of kind of daily betting on NBA, I was like, man, I can sell half a point or a point on every NBA game. Like, this is cool. Uh, And so I started doing that on, you know, on the, the, the book I was using Uh, and it basically over, I don't know, 700, 800 NBA plays over that season. Like I sold as many points as they would let me sell uh, to get my average odds to like plus one Oh one or plus one Oh three or something like that. Uh, And uh, you know, I, it ended up like being the first regular season where I bet, you know, week in, week out, And I went and I ended up in plus units. And I was like, holy crap, like this is awesome. Like they're underpricing the, you know, how much to sell points by. Uh, And that little bump right there kept me from being negative to being positive. And you know, the only way I knew that it kept me in the positive from being negative was because I was being lazy as a dog when I put the plays into the app, uh, the Action Network app, and I would just take the standard VIG, standard line 30 minutes before tip, as opposed to like actually putting the number in when I bet it and actually, you know, doing the adjustment for selling points that I was doing because like all of that manual kind of, you know, adjust the number blah well, blah. Well, it was, it was just tedious enough that I was like, forget it. I'm not going to do that. And so at the end of the season, I'm looking at my own record keeping. I'm like, all right, cool. Plus 10 units. And then I, you know, I, I showed like the graph of like how I did and like a whole handful of people were like, dude, that's not how you did. Like, look at your record here. And I was like, what? What are you talking about? And I was, Oh my gosh, you're right. And like, sure enough, like, I so I did the math and I was like, wow, like there was not enough, uh, there, you know, there was not enough, um, uh, plays that would have gone from a push to a loss to account for the difference there, which means that fundamentally, like the only, you know, I was flipping coins in the NBA and the only reason that I ended up plus was because I was selling on every single play. And so like, that was kind of like a, Oh my God moment. Like, this is truly a fundamental bust in the way that the pricing goes. And now I can kind of take advantage of this from here after. Uh, And, you know, I never would have gotten there were it not for the ability to kind of look at the difference between here's what I'm actually playing. And here's what a standard, the exact same play, the same side, same total but taking minus one ten juice on whatever the closing line was, like this is the difference. And, you know, like it, and I, I honestly, I think it was a, a thirty unit swing over the course of like eight hundred plays. Like it was the difference between plus ten and minus twenty. And I was like, this is incredible. So like that was a very very valuable learning experience. I wouldn't have gotten that if I wasn't tracking plays. Which brings me to my key question: Can I sell points on betsports? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Not yet. Not yet. Okay. We can, okay. We can get there. We can get there. Uh, the the math, the math is a little variant there's a little variance in, in each book and how they do. It. So
1: okay, uh, okay.
2: that is probably a very small percentage of the market currently. Sure. Uh, to be honest with you. And like a complete, the, like, like one
1: that no one is paying attention to and that it happens to be a great way to save yourself money. <laughs>
2: yes yes when it works out so it has worked out for you which i'm, I'm happy for you it has not worked out as well as your four and record on best first though so. well
1: that's a good point uh, no that's I, a good point. <laughs>
2: uh but no the, all of those features and making it as much like a real book as possible are coming i mean there's there's only so much you can add without the site and the technology blowing up so sure uh that will be on the list and we'll call it uh we'll call it the whale sale
1: Okay, I like this. The will. oh ooh, that has a nice ring to it. Ooh. I haven't ever <laughs> thought of this before, but yes, the rhyme does 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 happen to work. Because I, you know, I'm honestly like at this point, like win totals for you know NFL, we've said it at ad nauseum to this point. Uh, you know, points and totals for NBA when when you know granted, like I'm specifically identifying, you know, teams, games that I think have higher variance where the likelihood of them landing at or near the number is less than what you get for selling. Like that's the whole thesis here. Like this is not freaking rocket science. Um, and you know, but and it doesn't apply to just everything, but in general, I think if you can reduce your vig or, you know, f- come up with a synthetic hold that's as close to zero as possible. You're going to be you you're, you're going to be around much longer sports betting because you know, baseline, a lot of what we're doing is flipping coins. So, uh, keep that in mind. Um, still though you know the 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 idea that you guys are I guess and I guess this is a good kind of jumping off point how do you guys yeah, the differentiate... feedback you just gave them yeah how, how, can how, you... how
0: can people give you feedback on stuff <laughs> like hey we want to sell points like make your app do this like uh, how do people get a hold of you or who should who should they be getting a hold of if they like the app they're using it but they say hey you should do this or this would make it better and you know if you get enough people saying one thing you almost have to do it don't you
2: Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Uh, there is a uh, contact us on best dot uh, that goes directly to the entire company's email. Uh, I will tell you, I, am typically the, the one to respond and I'll respond from my personal email, which is read at dot com. R E I D spelled correctly. Not R E E D R E I D the right read uh, at betsberts and feel free to to reach out with any suggestions or thoughts at any point. Uh, we like actually hearing a lot of the critical thoughts as well because uh, if we're not improving what what people don't like or or maybe some weaknesses of the site uh, and app, we we want to do. Or we're not going to be around for that long. So any good positive uh, thoughts, any negative critical or suggestions or Any sort of feedback whatsoever, we welcome and are very, very quick to reply to.
1: Nice. Um, I want to ask you real quick about the Action Network and if you guys, number one, do you guys see them as a competitor because it's sort of the same general space here? And, you know, how do you differentiate yourselves across just not just the Action Network, but like pretty much everyone else out out there who's trying to market a pick, you know, like a pick tracking sort of service? Yeah, I think think the Action Network...
2: Yeah, I think the Action Network uh, has done a, a really, really nice job and kind of paved the way, to be honest with you. Um, I, I think recently they've gone a, a bit of a different direction than where it maybe started, a little bit more content-heavy, media-heavy, which is absolutely uh, one direction to go, Or and they have a lot of smart people running their company, so I'm sure it makes a lot of sense. They just raised, what, $17.5 million at a $2.5 million valuation, I think, so it's 13 months after they launched, they did that. So clearly they're on the right track and right path. Um, I personally view them as a somewhat competitor. I think anyone that's taking up time and mindshare in the gambling space is somewhat of a competitor. Uh, They definitely compete on the pick tracking side. I think we have a different model where it's completely crowdsourced, completely open and more of a community along with a social media side. Um, I think theirs is pick tracking with content and media and personalities which uh, has worked very well for uh kind of modern millennial media companies. So I, I think they're on the right track for what them and their investors are looking for. I think we're probably on a bit of a different track, but they've done a really, really nice job. And uh, I think there's definitely a different niche and different, uh, different use and hopefully a different audience for the best person.
1: I think you hit the nail on the head with the social media aspect as the differentiator because again, kind of going back to why even create a Twitter handle and post free picks in the first place. If I don't ever intend to sell picks, if I don't ever intend to, you know, be a professional gambler, like why am I wasting all this time doing this? And the answer was, for me at least, is I was looking to build a network. I was looking to build uh, relationships with people who are like-minded and who are, you know, who are doing things the right way so that I can learn from them. I can learn their angles. I can I can get feedback on what I'm using. I can, you know, like there are absolutely times in two years ago, three years ago in a chat with a bunch of our kind of contemporaries where I would say, Hey, I love this team because of this stupid reason because I'm fading the public, you know, or something like completely non-predictive. And all it takes is one person to be like, dude, that's not predictive. And then you're like, well, what do you mean? And then the next thing you know, you've learned an entire you know, new way of going about doing things. You've taken, uh, you know, something that's going to be a long-term detriment from your handicapping and you're adding new things that are going to be long-term positives. Uh, and that part of it cannot be understated in terms of how important it is to get better and to grow at this. You can't go to freaking, uh, you know, grad school for gambling and get good at this by someone telling you what's what's, you know, what is uh, a useful angle and what's not. This stuff is closely kept, well-kept secrets. These are are kind of trade secrets because, you know, the minute the market incorporates some of the, you know, some of the key aspects here, the minute they're no longer valuable from a handicapping perspective. So the idea that you kind of have this, you know, forum where you can build networks like that, you can read people's takes on, you know, why they're taking things. And I, I liked your example of even the White Sox guy, like, yeah, Presumably he has a blog or a post that is, you know, more than 160 characters of I took this game and he says why he took it. And you can evaluate for yourself like, oh, he has a very he has an actionable angle here. Like, that's cool. Like, oh, I wonder what other games or what other situations that might apply to. And you can extend it from there. Uh, and that part of it to me is is kind of the other you know, key um, benefit to the players out there. Uh, beyond just the kind of the accountability portion of tracking your own performance. So um, I yeah. think that, that's huge.
2: And uh, on top of that, the social media side, you can go to Twitter and you can find out information anywhere and you have no, it, it, no real uh, level of considering credibility if you're just searching, right? So if I'm searching for Duke basketball gambling information, uh, I'm probably not going to find a whole lot of it that I, that I really want to digest because, if you just do basketball and gambling and all that, you're going to get a million different hits, right? If I'm, uh, so on our platform, it, it's all about sports gambling and you can even filter the, the conversation. If it's tagged properly, you can filter the conversation to NCAA basketball, to Duke, to starting lineups or to injuries and all the, all the proper tags pop up and those are the conversations you have. So it's, it's centered, around social, uh, centered around sports gambling and the tags and, and the way the filtering works works perfectly to digest the information you're looking for but also the best example i've used on why bets will work one of the best examples is how many people that will be listening to this podcast and or on this podcast my hand is raised have been drunk in a bar on a saturday night and chasing a bad day in san diego state versus fresno state pops on on saturday night for football you have no idea about either team but you throw a decent amount of money on it to try and cover back come back from your saturday night right so You and I, or maybe you guys might, I do not know anything about San Diego State football or uh, Fresno State football, and I can go on and find that conversation happening on Bettsburg, click to that user, and all of a sudden I see that he or she is really good with Fresno State or really good uh, with Mountain West football, and and now I have a little bit more credibility there. So you have the credibility behind the conversation as well, and and that's really what we're going for. So when hundreds of thousands of people hopefully are on this platform you'll have an abundance of information and abundance of uh kind of their their history to to make sure that they're the people you want to listen to
1: i love this uh last question and then let's wrap wrap this up um what is kind of the marketing strategy here going forward for football like you, you have anything cool that you're trying to like get you know kind of gain a little bit of um momentum here as you kind of you know, you had the soft rollout for March Madness. What, what do you guys have planned coming up here then for uh, for football?
2: What a great setup question. you're coming on the B <laughs> for me though. I appreciate that. Um, especially since you're T- both part of So uh, <laughs> here in September, the first week of NFL season, uh, the, the two gentlemen doing this interview and uh, a bunch of other, uh, uh, I would say, folks at the Bettsburgs team very much respects on Twitter, uh, we'll be putting their picks exclusively on BetSports. So week one of NFL and week two of Touch football, you'll see a lot of free and free picks, of course, free conversation, free analysis, all on BetSports uh, through a lot of the folks that are, are, are trusted and have a reputation, strong positive reputation in the gambling space. Uh, we also are going to run some contests. Uh, I think. Uh, kind of giving some money away, usually gets people very much interested. You'll see here, uh, and I think a lot of people are familiar with the Instagram personality, Bob Menery. Uh, there might be a couple of Bob Menery sponsored contests and best coming up here in September and football season, uh, as well as uh, a lot of Facebook, Facebook and all those social media platforms with advertisements. And on top of that, I think we have a couple of industry partnerships that, we're really excited to announce and, and show. So hopefully the, the name BetSports will be quite familiar by then. And uh, a lot of people will, will be hearing a lot about it and, and check it out.
1: Excellent. Well, uh, as part of that whole week one of uh, NFL, um, we'll be out in Las Vegas with a lot of our, uh, gambling Twitter friends. So I uh, cannot wait to uh, meet you in person and, uh, you know, again, take, take a, the opportunity to thank you for what you're doing for, uh, the community in general, as far as providing this very useful tool. Uh, and, uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is going to be fascinating to see how this plays out. I think you guys are really onto something good and I, uh, I wish you nothing but the best of success, uh, with the growth of this uh, product. So thank you again.
2: Thank you very much for the time. I uh, can't wait to meet you guys as well, Andy. I think I still owe you a beer for screwing up our home run derby contest. That, uh, <laughs> th- that we oh but, God, uh, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So, I've never done well. Uh, I've I'm, never done well in that. That's uh, just a donation every year. Maybe you,
2: maybe you owe me a beer then. Maybe that's
1: how <laughs> that works, so. yeah. You um, got paired with the mush, with the mush. Sorry, man. Um, no, yeah, just yeah, kidding. I'm just sure. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, it's it's. Yeah, it's a uh, it's whoever gets to pick first tends to win that thing. So it's it's the way it goes. <laughs> um, all right, well, let's wrap this up here. Best of luck this football season. Uh, thank you for your time, and uh, can't wait to see you in uh, week one. Thank you, guys.